0: Welcome to Sideline Judgment. My name is Sergio. My name is Tyler. And today, Tyler, we are talking all about everything that will happen in week 15 of the 2020 college football season. We're going to talk about the impending Florida LSU matchup to end the regular season. We are then going to go into our five wide picks and our two points. I got a lot catching up to do, Tyler. And then we will also get into the college football playoff rankings. But first, Tyler, we will begin with the big news that was released today. Ohio State and Michigan will not be playing this coming Saturday. That cancels one of the biggest
1: rivalries in college football due to Michigan's outbreak. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> well, it's not like the game was going to be uh good anyway, so No, it was not going <laughs> to be good. Kind of lucked but out here.
0: We lucked out in terms of the I'm audience just I'm viewing. Just kidding. Just <laughs> kidding. Well, I think we lucked out in terms of viewing uh, the audience viewing a good football game. Oh yeah, um, yeah definitely that, but but Unfortunately for Ohio State, this now finishes their regular season with 5 games played. They've gone 5 and 0, and that leaves them one game short of the Big 10 requirement of 6 games needed to play in your conference champ in their conference championship game. Tyler, we've seen college football conferences move things around for certain teams, especially this year. Why do we have any reason to believe that the Big Ten won't do anything we, different?
1: We have Ohio no State? reason, they've said that they're gonna do it. Like <laughs> <laughs> there is no reason. Like they're like, oh yeah, we're considering uh, uh, changing those things. And I, I actually will say I'm not, okay, I'm not totally against the Big Ten doing that in the sense mm-hmm. of like they are clearly your best team and because of other factors than the actual game being played on the field. Yeah. Um, they're being prevented from going to the championship game uh, because of lack of games. Now, I want to clarify all that when I say that that this entire situation is entirely the Big Ten's fault because they put themselves in this situation. Like mm. we said, when they announced the schedule that they were coming back with, it's mm-hmm. like, so you're going to try and play all of your games with no bye weeks, and you expect that to just magically work out. Talk to them, Tyler. And it didn't. Just like literally, all said that it wouldn't, and (laughs) it it wasn't like, and and it's one of those things where it's clearly, and this is why I'm not surprised at any of this information. I don't understand why people are the Big Ten returning to play was literally just a ploy to get the get Ohio State in. I'm not saying this is like a conspiracy theory, but if they wanted to play the season just on the grounds of the season being played, they would have done it the way the SEC, ACC, and Big Twelve have made out their schedules. And they would have just gone later. But no, they had to have it done by the playoff. Because they want the right. playoff money. And, I don't and that's blame their them. fault. I don't blame them for that. But they, it's just... It's backtracking from a situation they put themselves in. Right. And so I'm not surprised at all that the Big Ten is probably going to change the rules around. Honestly, I I don't really care. Because... Well, my, my take on it, you can disagree is more it's more of the thing that this will just figure itself out on selection Sunday like it's yeah and we're going to talk about it but it's also one of those things where like other games will get played that will make it clear whether or not Ohio State deserves to be in or not
0: right and and for me it's more of for me it's more of an integrity thing but i think integrity was thrown out the window with the Big 10 when They decided not to play. They were one of the first team conference not to play. Then they said, we will play. And then they said, but we're only going to do this if we can squeeze it into eight weeks with no bye weeks. And I lost the integrity aspect of it. So yeah, I understand that this conference is going to move the rules around, which Honestly, the rules have been moving around all year long for every conference. Like
1: Yeah, I mean I'm teams, not it's not a uniquely yeah. Big 10 thing. Like No,
0: it's not. But my thing is that from the at the beginning of the season, how does Indiana feel about this? Because we, you, you look at Indiana, they play competitive with against Ohio State. They have a fantastic year so far. They win the rest of their other games. They're eligible for in the Big 10 championship to play in that game. And it's unfair to them because now just because Ohio State could not here, I don't want to say not their fault because other teams have outbreaks and stuff like this situation with Michigan, not entirely their fault. Michigan's the team that canceled, but there was an understanding at the beginning of the season that said, Listen, as a conference, the 14 of us, we are going to agree to these rules that say if X happens, Y has to follow. And now, because Ohio State wasn't able to get the minimum amount of games in they're just going to change the rules because ohio state wants to make it like no like at a certain point rules are rules now i understand that that is not the world that we are living in in college football and i understand that the committee can do whatever they want at the end of the day the guidelines that they put with putting value on a conference champion is not they're not bound to those things They, they basically make these arbitrary vague rules That talk about what they consider, but at the end of the day, they really honestly just do whatever they want. There's no rules in that sense. So I understand it. I don't agree with it personally. I think there's a certain point where you have to draw a line in the sand. And if I'm Ohio State, and I say, Oh, but things would have changed, then I would have said at the beginning, I'm not agreeing to these rules. We need to make an amendment, like, as long as things agree, you know? People asked us, friends of ours in group chats were asking, well, what ha- what happens if this is the same situation but Florida's playing, right? Because that's the team that we love. Honestly, if this happened to Florida, it would suck. But you know what? I would actually have more respect and value Scott Strickland and all the other athletic directors in the SEC more if they said, sorry, these are the rules that we agreed upon. It would suck because we wouldn't be able to play in the title game, but those are the rules we agreed upon, you know? That's just my little rant because I I, I just want yeah. people to understand that I under, I'm under i fully aware that that is not the way that college football in 2020 works. I'm just saying that- Yeah, especially
1: this year. Like-
0: especially this year, right. And things are subject to change this year more than any other year. But if you're going to set these rules based on the changes of this year, based on the unique circumstance of the coronavirus, then you're going to have to adhere by them. You know, It's not yeah. change the rules when it doesn't apply to me or when it affects me. It's follow the rules, period, you know?
1: yeah let me I'm not I think you make a, bring up a lot of good points and it would be mm-hmm. interesting to see what you'd feel like when your team is in that situation because we'll never right. know no uh, exactly I say that I now, will but... I will however provide and we don't have to spend a long time discussing and uh, we, we honestly don't have to spend any time discussing this but I will provide a quick counter to your Indiana is pissed off argument uh-huh if Indiana is entire argument for making it to the big Ten championship is that Ohio State missed a game and therefore they now get it. Um I don't really buy that because Indiana if you wanted right to go to the Big Ten Championship, you know what you should have done, you should beat have been Ohio, Ohio State. Like 100% I don't right. I don't buy that. I don't like. I mean it would have been I love it for the lols, like for the for the for the jokes when it's like, "Oh, Ohio State could miss because they missed a game and Indiana a team that they beat would make it." And I love Indiana and that's all good and hilarious and I love we talk about it. But mm-hmm. I don't actually buy that Indiana is getting robbed any of this in, in, in any case ohio state would actually i agree would be the one getting robbed of the cha- campus championship they're undefeated and because mm-hmm. of other factors they are getting held out of a of a division and a championship game that they rightfully want to place into
0: no and now and that, I that argument that.
1: does not does not translate to what we've been talking about in regards to the playoff that is a different Correct. thing i just right. it is it's just interesting but again it just reminds you this weird is year this this year yeah. is weird even that sentence. It, Tyler. it had right there. It happened it right there. Yeah. Even that just, sentence, man. Yeah.
0: Um no, but and and I think in the words of the late great Daryl Grove of Total Soccer Show, he would say a lot. Things can be two things, right? Your yeah. point, I a hundred percent agree with. And I think my point, in theory, you also agree with. Right? I do. Both we can agree on both of those things, and that's okay. You don't have to pick a side and have things be absolutely yeah. like that. So um with that being said, Tyler. One last thing here on the Ohio State situation: there are two more postponements
1: this week, right, or cancellations? Interesting maybe. team, really interesting teams that got postponed. Very I must interesting. Say. We have
0: <laughs> Ole Miss and Texas A&M being postponed slash canceled. Not sure. And we also have Cincinnati Tulsa being. I know it's canceled.
1: So, Tyler, but, what I mean, do you well, first think... of all, they play next week for the championship well, game. Right, like, their
0: regular season game is canceled. Their championship game is still on the line next next week for the American Conference title. Um, Tyler, what do you think of the possibility of Ohio State playing either another Big Ten team, which has been floated out because there's a couple other teams that may have an open spot, uh, and what do you think about maybe them possibly playing a Texas A&M or a Cincinnati in a potential Top Ten showdown that would, I think, squander all like, it, I, I think it would smash all questions about those, the teams participating their their playoff yeah. anticipations.
1: You know what I mean? Well, let me just say real quick that it is hilarious to me that the three most interesting French playoff teams all had games canceled this weekend. I know, um, right? Like, every other French playoff team is basically in a situation where, like, we're just waiting to conference championship week. And then we'll right. see what happens. Um, so, but... I'll say the thing that Ohio State has is that one they, they need to win. It doesn't really matter. I would actually argue it doesn't really matter who they play right now. Mm-hmm. Their argument is not how they look because they just drub Michigan State by forty points. Um, right. If they keep winning by forty points, that's not it's not going to matter who they play because they're Ohio State. The thing is, they they can't get in with five games and everyone else has played nine or ten. They just they can't do that. Uh, no one mm-hmm. and. Well maybe they can but like the odds are not looking good perception's not looking good and i think the big thi- the big part is that ohio state probably could have hung their hat on well well we can't just schedule games around and move around willy-nilly except for the fact that BYU and Coastal just did that last week um <laughs> and everyone loved but that game in so in their defense in their, was, defense in their
0: defense in their defense tyler they are not belo- they don't belong to a conference that has a strict both those teams, well, BYU's an independent and Coastal in the Sun Belt. Both of those teams don't belong to a conference that hamstrings them with conference-only schedules.
1: I agree. Mm-hmm. However, my my my, you're right. But the point here is that there isn't an excuse for well, our game got canceled. We just, I guess, what are you gonna you gotta what are you gonna do? Blame us for the virus existing? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, like there are ways around this. They're not the team hamstrung with it. And there are other teams out there that don't have, have a free weekend. So right. it's, it's just that because BYU and Coastal proved you could do it in a short week, that that argument's not going to exist in anyone's mind. So Ohio State, in my opinion, like, unless those other two schools are uncooperative, which I don't know why they would be because Texas a and and Cincinnati both have things to prove by playing Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Um, I, think, I think they should try and get it. Uh, a game done i hear rumors on twitter that it, there's one in the works for ohio state texas AM. and i have no clue whether or not that's true listen like, that, they, I, who knows it's not from been, like reputable sources i just keep hearing it right. right
0: there have been many rumors on twitter today which is why i don't really want to dive into any of those potential matchups i was just asking to see you know would how much of how well received would a potential out of conference game be between any of these three teams i fine, mean
1: so. i would receive it very well like <laughs> um i i would love to see ohio state play texas am i would love mm-hmm. to play ohio, see ohio state play cincinnati i think ohio state texas am game would probably be a better game
0: yeah
1: um but i, I want to see it i want to see it. if more for nothing else i want to i i want to see ohio state play more football yeah like i, I just want to i, I want to see them play more football
0: and I think that's a consensus because we know they're a good football team, but it's a matter of we haven't been
1: able to see it. And they, They've played five games. Yeah. I, I would argue there's you could pick a five-game stretch that Florida's played where Florida's looked better than them. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't make sense in your brain because Ohio State's supposed to be on this different tier. And I think in a normal 12-game schedule, I even think that they still are. They're on like the upper tier, and Florida is on just the next tier right now, mm-hmm. pushing yeah. maybe into that depending on what happens this season. But Florida's played nine games about to be 10 about to be 11 after that right Ohio State's play five and like we just all know from watching football that a lot can happen in a 12 game schedule yeah you can pick and choose five game series that's what and everyone else has such larger like like such dramatically larger conferences that they finished Mm -hmm. I just want to see them play more games I just want to I want I want to really see what kind of type of team this is because the whole argument of they beat exclusively losing teams, like all the teams that they beat have a losing record, doesn't hold a lot of weight to me because you can only play the opponents you have. Um, right. And the reality is that everyone in the Big Ten sucks this year.
0: Yeah, exactly. So like, it's not a good conference this year. So. It's,
1: really, it's really not. Then they, Indiana was uh, it's like the next best team. And maybe Northwestern, which they would kill Northwestern. But Yeah,
0: I'd agree. I'd agree. I don't know. um all right so that's it on the postponements and cancel cancellations tyler quickly there was a new batch of college yeah. football playoff rankings tyler oh. i'm gonna read through them really quickly you just tell me when to stop when you want to talk about a team all right all right so we'll start number one alabama number okay. two notre dame number three clemson number four ohio state five texas a&m six florida seven iowa state pause the game I, I knew that was going to be it, Tyler.
1: The game. <laughs> I don't even have anything constructive to say here. I just wanted to 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 take a moment to to realize that Iowa State is ranked number seven in the college football playoff.
0: Tyler, I have my I have a hat on at the moment. My hat is coming off. for Oh, there it is. My yeah. hat is coming off for Matt Campbell because this is
1: one of those. This is one of those equivalent to Mississippi State being the number one seed in the first ever college football playoff moments. Like this is this <laughs> yes. is equivalent trivia.
0: Yes history right here in the making
1: yeah um
0: so because iowa state is at seven cincinnati dropped down to eight tyler how do you feel about cincinnati uh going from in the early teens jumping all the way up to seven in front of cincinnati because i know if uh, a mutual friend of ours uh who we, we will not mention on this pod but a mutual friend of ours did tweet today uh actually i will i will mention him. i think it'll be fine uh, our friend ryan yeah.
1: yeah our friend ryan good, tweeted good that
0: great man uh great broadcaster Yes. Uh, he tweeted that he believes Iowa state being put at seven is just the committee playing chess. These are my words now chess, not checkers to keep Cincinnati out of the playoff. Do you believe that to be true? And do you believe that Iowa state after what we saw last week and after what we've seen the entire season deserves to be put at seven above Cincinnati?
1: This is tough because I don't disagree mm-hmm. Um but I also don't uh, agree. Like, I arguably, th- I I would say Iowa State has an even harder path to the playoff than Cincinnati because they have two losses, and Ooh, they have. To. I, I would I, disagree with that statement. Well, it, it, it's the argument of what's more important: like an undefeated record or a two-loss Big Twelve championship that would have beaten Oklahoma twice. And that's the other thing you gotta consider into this. Iowa State be- has beaten Oklahoma, like, mm-hmm. and Cincinnati hasn't. <laughs> um, so I don't – and a part but of those – in
0: Cincinnati's defense, they haven't had the opportunity to.
1: Yes, and that's the terrible thing that they're in – the situation they're in is that – terrible situation the G5 gets themselves in is that they play another good G5 team, then the argument just becomes, well, that other ranked G5 team just wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. Um, that's never really the situation for Power 5 teams. But I, I – if Tulsa is ranked number 24, they would have been Cincinnati's probably best win at the moment uh, if they played this weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, Oklahoma's at 11, so that's a bit different. And I think Iowa State has looked... It is important to note that Iowa State has looked considerably better every week that they played. And mm-hmm. now, the last two weeks, they have dominated teams. And I think there's a, just a human element of hearing when they locked up the number one seed in the Big 12 Championship, their first regular season conference championship is since 1912. I think maybe that just put them over. And also, I don't think Cincinnati played last week. So, Yeah. I don't... It almost, I hate to be like this, it almost doesn't matter to me because, I mean, either Iowa State's going to beat Oklahoma again, in which case I would argue they should jump Cincinnati, or mm-hmm. they're going to lose and they're going to get knocked down.
0: I would also I would also argue that the COVID hit at Cincinnati came at a at the worst possible worst time. Worst
1: possible time. That, that's my because thing. I don't remember the last time I watched Cincinnati play a football game. <laughs> I think
0: it was not last week, but the week before. And they're mm-hmm. not going to be playing this coming Saturday unless something is scheduled with, you know, uh, yeah. unless you know they get the Ohio State game, which would be a fantastic football game. But yeah. that's just ifs, ifs, and and we wish. But that's why that's how I feel with with this situation. I think it's because Cincinnati hasn't been in the public discourse for
1: now two weeks. It's going to be three. And um, teams get punished for for having bye weeks in yep, a normal they year. Do. Teams get punished in the rankings for having bye weeks. If you didn't play, you there's a chance you could drop down.
0: It's it's very out of sight out of mind with teams. Yeah. So. All right, let's let's keep pushing forward. Stop if you want to talk about a specific team. Georgia at 9, Ugh. Miami at 10, Oklahoma at 11, Indiana at 12, the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers at 10 13. and 0,
1: 10 and 0. And, and, and I just want to shout out to to my boy here Sergio who who said that you know I wouldn't mind if Coastal Carolina and BYU just flipped and what did they do? They, they flipped, literally flip spots. They flipped, so I and I love pretty... to see it. Thought it was that was the fantastic. I like seeing you uh, stay at twelve as well. But continue. I do
0: as well. I do as well. Uh, Nebraska. Uh, sorry. At uh, fourteen, we have Northwestern. At fifteen, we have USC. At sixteen, we have Iowa. Seventeen, North Carolina. Eighteen, the aforementioned BYU. Nineteen, Louisiana. Twenty, Texas. You gonna stop uh, okay. there. Okay. Um. We could pit. We could pit stop. A gas stop. Just it's put some a, gas in real quick.
1: It just twenty. Twenty for Texas feels wrong. This doesn't feel like a ranked Texas team. Mm-hmm. But then I look at their record and they're six and three. And that's the hard thing is that they, all the records look so different right now. Yeah, like, yeah it's, it's hard to hard. assess. Yeah, it's funny I because say, I, I. Go ahead. That
0: said, I would agree with you, but I look at the teams after them. And I'm pretty confident that they can beat the five teams after them. So yeah. then I feel – then I, I get wrapped back into going, okay, I guess so.
1: It's just you have to understand, oh, it's just the understanding of – sometimes teams don't feel like ranked teams, but then you look at what the actual field is and you're like, oh, it's just one of the. this is one of those years where – Right, exactly. That, is, this is – there's somebody – there has to be a top 25. Like. Yeah,
0: exactly. Someone's got to be the quality
1: there. of the entire top 25 changes from year to year. Sometimes it's really hard to get into the top 25. Other times it's not that hard. And this mm-hmm. year with COVID and everything, it ain't that hard. <laughs> um, get, if you get continue. on the field, you you, you already have a
0: seven-point spread advantage. So. Yeah. Uh, Texas 20, Colorado 21. 4 Colorado. St- looking good, just, too. Just might putting that out there. Might, might be playing for the Pac-12 title next weekend. Um, Oklahoma State 22, NC State 23, Tulsa 24, and welcome to the top 25 for the first time in I don't know how long, the Missouri
1: Tigers. Yeah. Eli Drinkwitz got Missouri ranked in their first season in his first in a, season as their head coach
0: in a pandemic.
1: <laughs> in a pandemic,
0: I feel like that's our go-to, right? Like in a pandemic. I think uh, I, so, I
1: say those words to myself at least like I don't know twice a day. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, so that Tyler is our top twenty-five. Um, let's go ahead and move on and talk about the Florida Gators. We have our seat regular season finale Tyler Tyler this year this week. Uh, it oh is Florida versus LSU. It is a seven o'clock kickoff under the lights in the swamp. ESPN. Tyler, <laughs> I'm trying to put this in a way that doesn't seem very cocky. Um,
1: how bad is this beating going to be? <laughs> I actually, I'm, I'm actually. Well, let's talk about the defense first. I think. Oh, so you want
0: to, you want to end on a, on a good note.
1: Yeah, but like okay. I actually think the defense is probably going to be fired up to play this game. I agree. Like, I, agree. I know that this is not even remotely the same LSU team that it was last year, but the uniforms will look the same, so it'll feel like it. Um, and Tyler, it's still Coach O on
0: the other end talking all that talk. So,
1: mm-hmm. so I feel like, and you saw Kyrie Campbell tweet out. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna mention that that uh, Kyrie uh, Campbell's that, tweet. Kyrie Campbell tweeted out about a video of uh, the LSU fans doing a gator chomp in like a Florida I don't remember what they said, like Florida So instead or... of
0: saying instead of saying it's great to be a Florida Gator, they say it they said it sucks to be a Florida Gator while they all did the gator chomp as they walked out of Tiger Stadium last year.
1: Wow, after, so, ori- so original. After
0: after the game after the uh, the most competitive game that LSU played in all la- all of last season. I just want to emphasize I- that.
1: I wanna say that that's the absolute I've heard a lot of hateful gator chants in my life you know as Mm -hmm. is everyone's here's chants against their team by friends of theirs that aren't their fans of the same team Understandable. but the typical one you go with is it's great to be a gator hater because it rhymes yes and their inability to see that frustrates me anyway um...
0: I can I can I can ask um, our sideline judgment official LSU correspondent my cousin Vinny um, who went to LSU? Why they chose that specific chant rather than you know the one that you can rhyme very easily? So I'll get an answer for us on this Sunday's review. Um. Plan. So
1: yeah. Well. Anyway, I think that Kyrie Campbell tweeted at at that he said, "LOL, we haven't forgotten." Um. No. Oh, exactly. So I think the defense actually is going to come out hot, mm-hmm. in the sense of they're going to come out fired up. I don't know if that's going to come out well, but LSU's reeling offensively. Um well they were able to do some stuff against Alabama in the sense of like they had a long touchdown run and they had a long touchdown pass and like Alabama doesn't and this has been every year with Alabama is that they're, they're not that team that locks you down that shuts people out really much anymore except unless you're mm-hmm. Mike Leach um but it's it's the holistic like you can't keep it's kind of it's the same it's a much more talented version of what Florida does on defense where it's like yeah they they may give up a touchdown here or there but it's as long as they're not – as long as they don't text a m Florida game, like as, right. long as, as long as they can get like a stop or two, eventually the totality of their offense will overcome, will be like a, a wave overcoming the opponent, which is funny because they're the, the tide. Um, anyway, <laughs> moving on from that. Um, well,
0: I, I just want to emphasize, I, I think this game, the Florida-LSU rivalry is what the Florida-Tennessee rivalry was in the 90s. Yeah. And we've from seen a player that in the perspective. Past, from a player perspective. Exactly. So we've seen that in the past few years. I know in my time at UF, a friend of the pod, medium income fan, Bucks fan, uh, Tyler Renfro. He was at the Florida LSU game in Death Valley the last time we clinched the SEC East uh, with the big stop at the end of the game. So mm-hmm. there's there's some in big moments. There's Mullen's first big victory in the swamp two years ago, uh, which you were there for
1: um yes yes that was so a great game. Th-
0: like th- there's there's been some big games in recent history so the players are going to be up to that and I think that's where Kyrie Campbell's energy and we you know we didn't forget comes from as compared to Tennessee, the energy with Tennessee last week you know
1: also Dan Mullen just doesn't like LSU so there's that too um, that is
0: very true and I love that he doesn't like them
1: <laughs> um additionally I think a big part of this and I'll use this to transition a little bit more to the offense if you if you let me Tyler, um, you can do whatever
0: you want, but it's your it's your pod.
1: No, oh, that's true. Um <laughs> is that this is senior night in the mm, swamp. It is. And specifically I want everyone to understand this and, and anyone who watches even if you're not a Florida fan understand that not only is senior night, this is the last time we'll see Kyle Trask take uh suit up in a Florida uniform at uh, Ben Hill Griffin Stadium and that is a pretty yeah sergio uh just gave me a big sad face yeah um but, and kyle pitts and, and darius tony because they're both gonna go kyle to the pitts came out today and said i don't know if this will be my last game buddy yeah. go get your money please kyle <laughs> pitts you are a top 10 draft pick go get paid <laughs> anyway um this is the last time we'll see kaltras suit up in ben hill griffin stadium and uh we should just take a moment to when you watch this game, you should take a moment to realize how kind of special that is. Um, yeah. When you when when it's seldom sometimes you're able to realize in the moment how special a player is at your school, mm-hmm. and Kyle right now is one of those players. Um, additionally, I think that there I think the Florida offense is going to do everything anything that they want against. Well, yeah. not anything they want. They're going to be able to move the ball uh, on LSU. The run game hasn't worked a lot lately. But a large part of that, you got to remember, in the Tennessee game, is the Tennessee linebackers admitted that they were s- trying to stop the run.
0: Yeah, that was like a focal point that Pruitt instilled in that and defense. It, it,
1: if if you're focusing on stopping Florida's rushing attack, you can stop it. Like that's not going to be an issue. But you're going to give um, up some it, stuff it, on if the back end. It, but and that's it's 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 an interesting like going backwards and kind of seeing how it'll relate to this game. It's an interesting strategy because. You could try and stop Florida's pass, sell out to stop Florida's pass, in which case you may slow this Florida's pass down because I don't think you can shut it down and then open yourself up to the run game. Or you can completely shut down one side of the ball and leave yourself uh, vulnerable to the best part of Florida's offense. So it's an interesting gamble. Contrast: we saw kind of just the Florida offense was up and down. I think in preparation for playing Alabama, for it being senior night, in such a big moment. I think Florida I think Florida's going to I think Florida's going to beat LSU. I mean, it may not be as yeah. as much as people want, but um they're going to I think they're going to beat LSU.
0: I agree. I agree. And I don't think I, also, I just don't think
1: LSU has the energy to to come out and beat Florida right now.
0: I feel like they really just want the season to finish. They really just want the end of the year get to it and that's it, you know, so. Yeah. Alrighty, Tyler. And and Alabama hangover. Alabama hangover which has worked in our favor this year it's thankfully. helped us before <laughs> it's helped us before uh, hopefully it helps us again it has also
1: hurt us before because that's how we lost to Texas A&M but whatever yeah oh, sh- sh- uh, Tyler we don't need we don't need to hear that we don't need to hear that um yeah but Ty- Kellen Mond isn't lining up against on that other sideline, so um it's funny that I wasn't even afraid of Kellen Mond after we lost to him I don't know how that's gonna be a
0: thing oh <laughs> yeah yeah all right well that's it on Florida LSU Tyler let's jump into five wide our score to date Tyler fifty two, Sergio forty five. Ooh yeah. All right, okay, Tyler. All right, it's Seven to date.
1: Points.
0: It's to date. We will fix. We will fix it. Uh, hey, first if game you up want,
1: on real, real quick. If you want me to pick first all of these games so that you can go Trump contrary if you want, I will allow that. So. Ooh. You know what? I'll take you up on that offer. We we're we're, we're in real crunch time here, Sergio. Like, <laughs> you know what? I'll
0: take you, you up on the offer. You only
1: you've got this week, and You've got conference championship week. That's that's all you got to get back on me. So you
0: know you know what that is, Tyler. That is um you're running the clock out. I have my three timeouts, and you I'm end throwing up <laughs> on third and nine. You you have an incomplete pass, and I get to keep a timeout for my
1: my two minutes. I'm gambling drive. here. I'm gambling, and, and
0: that's okay. I will accept it. So Tyler, the first game that you will be picking first, as you will with the, all of these is Georgia at Missouri. It's a noon kickoff on SEC Network. Tyler, who do you got?
1: Okay. Top 10 Georgia. Top 10 Georgia. Is going to top 25 Missouri. Yes. Um. Georgia's being counted. Georgia didn't play last week because the Vanderbilt game got canceled, which wouldn't have mattered. They would have beaten them. Um, Georgia's found something under JT Daniels a, li- a little bit. Mm-hmm. And... It's, it's one of those things where, like, I, d- I definitely expect Georgia's going to try their best, I think, to not show how good JT Daniels is. Because okay. every time he makes a good pass, it invalidates the other two quarters, two thirds of the season. Like, <laughs> um, and every time he completes a good pass, it ups his draft stock, which the last thing you want if you're Georgia is him w- mini- winning four meaningless list games and a bowl game and leaving that is the Mm -hmm. last thing you want so i do think george is going to play this game a little conservative um okay so so they're essentially so what you're
0: saying is that they are going to play a bit more conservative it as in oh you know as a way to prevent from putting too much jt daniels footage on tape
1: yeah and fair in fairness i do still believe that jt daniels is a little injured okay so I, I don't think that they're going to – I don't think they're trying to operate at maximum capacity. Meanwhile, Missouri's basically got nothing to lose here. Um, they, they're just going to – fresh off of a rivalry win where mm-hmm. they dropped 50 on a much different de- defense. Um,
0: <laughs> I was going to say, it's not like they dropped 50 and allowed 10. They dropped 50 and allowed 48.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, win's a win. Um, you know what? This is totally 100% not a good idea. But I am going to I am gonna stick with who I am in my blood. And I'm going to take – well, more importantly, I'm not going to take the Georgia Bulldogs. I'm going to take the Missouri uh, Tigers to pull an upset.
0: All right, that's it. I need to stop the pod. Uh, we need to stop the pod. Tyler, did you place a preseason bet that I was going to win the Picks competition? Is this what's going on? <laughs> Is this what's happening?
1: Allegedly, did, did you, maybe.
0: When you went to <laughs> Vegas and you placed a bet on the Gators to win the national championship, in in, er, in hey, reno. hey hey hey
1: it was not vegas it was reno
0: okay when you were in <laughs> reno and you placed that bet did you secretly also place a bet that i was going to win the picks competition is that what's happening there's no, no way I you're
1: doing this dude no i am no i uh, this is my one nonsensical take today
0: oh my god all right I i'm will, just gonna I, take i'm gonna take I, the layup hey, i'll take georgia when you're,
1: when you're up seven points i gotta run a trick play i gotta you. run a trick play
0: what in the Dan Mullen was that sentence, Tyler? I gotta what run the in the Dan play. Mullen?
1: You I, know what? Fine. When, you know when your, your quarterback play. when your quarterback gets an MCL sprain and goes out for part of the second quarter, you come when you put him back in, you got to run the quarterback run. You got you just got to do it. Like, all right, I'll take Georgia. I, I can't only, pick I, Georgia. All right, I can't do it. All right. that's fine.
0: That's fine. And I, you know what? It hurts me, but I will take it. I will pick Georgia to win on the road against Missouri okay all right you cool. feel that great
1: feel that like take a moment and just feel feel what you just did you just picked george i mean i we did all we both picked george at some point in the season but like <sighs> wow man i was
0: okay all right i was fully. on a show both- me
1: show me i'm right I, I i don't actually okay i'm not this is a like off the wall pick like Tyler, this, this is,
0: is the most big brain big brain pick you've ever made
1: i'm not like fully expecting this to happen but if it does, I will 1,000,000% brag about it till the day that I die. Anyway, oh move my on. God. Okay. Ne- all right. Next game fine. up. Next game up. Is, next uh, game number, up. Number 17, North Carolina is going to number 10, Miami at 3.30 p.m. on ABC. Um, I pick again. I just realized that. Um, you do.
0: You're picking all of them. You put yourself in that situation,
1: uh, Tyler. So this is tough. North Carolina and Miami. This is probably Miami's second toughest game this season. I uh,
0: after Clemson, yes. Because they Clemson did not being, play they didn't
1: have Notre Dame on the schedule. They did not play Notre Dame and uh, North right. Carolina, I would argue, is the best the next best team in the conference. Agreed. Miami uh just came off like a forty eight to zero drubbing of Duke, which Duke is terrible, so there's that. But yeah. um I think that Miami's played a lot of these games close this year, and mm-hmm. Sam Howell can put up points. So can Miami. Well so so can Dear King. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Miami because I feel like they I feel like they this couple weeks, especially with the, after the Duke game, it's like they are having one of the best seasons they've had in a long time and no one cares. So and I think I, I think no I, one cares Tyler
0: because I think everyone who and the committee included because they've kept them at 10 ever since I think the rankings came out. Um, I think it's because everyone's kind of realized that this is D Eric King and a bunch of other people. It's not yeah. that Miami is having this like super transcendent season that they, you know they fixed they figured it out on defense and their offense is clicking with multiple weapons. No, it's not that. the The situation here is that De'Ara King is really, really, really good. A De'Ara King is a top tier college football quarterback, and Miami is riding the coattails of that. Yeah. So I don't necessarily feel like people i don't think it's like an underrated thing i think they are properly rated by being at number 10 because deric king i think is worth five or six spots in the rankings
1: yeah yeah so, i agree
0: that's my opinion on that
1: it's just it's yeah it's one of those things where like they are having this would be probably if notre dame wasn't in their conference at the moment then they would we'd be talking about them a lot differently because they would have a chance, because because they would have a chance to play Clemson again, they would become a legitimate playoff contender. Because they're not in the ACC championship, they don't have a shot.
0: Agreed, but also it would be like the last time they were in the ACC championship game, which I, they got. I drubbed. agree,
1: but we were talking about it. Then. That's true. That's true. So so we were that, talking that, about it. That. That's all about my point. Is not the fact that they're any different from those teams, because mm-hmm. um, I think they're the same team I've thought they're all all season. Is they're the De'Ara King show, and yeah. it's a pretty good show, but it ain't ten out of ten. Um, Correct. Not, but it's the fact is like no one is talking about Miami except yeah. for we just spent like five minutes on it. Uh, who are you <laughs> picking? Uh, I'm gonna have to go. Well, did you pick already? I picked Miami.
0: Oh, you're gonna pick Miami. Okay, I was gonna go North Carolina originally because I trust from what I saw North Carolina la not last week but the week before when they played Notre Dame. What I saw that game was. And improved defense, right? The, the way that the way that Notre Dame pulled away was Ian Book running around and doing the thing that he has done this season, which is add the quarterback scramble and extend plays to his to his quarterback outlook, to his game. And I feel like that's what kept North Carolina in the game up until the fourth quarter. I feel like Um the North Carolina offense is going to be able to attack this Miami defense that has been susceptible to the deep ball in the past. You look at their game against Virginia tech about a month ago, month and a half ago, they dominated Miami over the top, right? You look at the way that they were playing against Clemson, right? Trevor Lawrence torched them in the, over the top and granted, yes, yes, Trevor Clemson is one thing. Virginia tech is another, but I feel like North Carolina falls somewhere in the middle of that. And definitely, same how we, we have seen it before. He can catch fire. He can spark it up and he can go when needed. And I think with that defense showing us a bit more, I think they will be able to get one, maybe two stops on DeAric King. And that will allow for North Carolina to win the football game at the end of the day, because they're playing in Miami. They're playing at a at hard rock stadium. It's a three 30 kick. It's it's gonna be a big it's a big game in in the Miami circles like there a lot of the Miami beat mm-hmm. writers that I that I follow and stuff or you know people from back home there's a lot of talk about this football game this Saturday so that's gonna be a big deal but until Miami can prove me wrong and play a more complete game I'm not gonna really believe it you know
1: yeah I understand and if I'm that.
0: and if I'm proved wrong here I'm proved wrong that's fine you kind of gave me the Georgia point to so that to, to level up there so I'm gonna go with North Carolina I don't know what you're talking Miami. about I don't know what yeah, you're talking right. about. Let's move forward. We got Wisconsin and Iowa to 3:30 kickoff on FS1. Tyler, who do
1: you have? I'm gonna go Iowa because it's kind of also not being talked about, but Iowa's probably one of the better teams in the Big Ten right this, Iowa's, this year. Iowa
0: is the definition of sneaky good.
1: Yeah, and they started off real bad, uh, but I think that Iowa is going to um, Iowa and Wisconsin often run this basically kind of the same offense. Yes, or at least I was... not the same style. They have yes. the same philosophy. They have the same desires when they get when they get the ball on offense. They have mm-hmm. desire, same desires in the ways they build their defense. And this season, I was been a little bit more consistent, a little bit more explosive on offense. And uh, you can if you when you can only score six points against Indiana and. Uh, only I believe seven against um Northwestern. I ain't really gonna count you for too much. So I'm yeah. gonna take Iowa. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you for all the same reasons. What really sold it to me was last week when they lost
0: to Indiana, who was playing a backup quarterback. And I think they were at home, right? That was a home game yeah. for Wisconsin. Yeah. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Iowa. Wisconsin's heading on the road. Um and like you said, I like I like what Wisconsin's been doing. They've been playing tough defense, controlling the football, running it. Um give me Iowa as well. That's an easy yeah. pick for us here. All right. Next one is Washington versus Oregon. This was supposed to be a top 25 matchup, but due to both teams losing last week, they ended up getting um, pulled down. This game is a four o'clock kickoff on Fox on big Fox. Tyler, who do you have?
1: I feel like there's only one way that this game this, this can go. Oh, really? We got to pick our teams, man. Like... I think
0: we do. Tyler.
1: I'm going with my Washington Huskies. Like, I absolutely have to. Yeah. They they lost to a game. They lost a game to Stanford. Uh, that's That's got to humble them. Jimmy Lake's going to get humbled with the boys real quick. And you know yeah. what? They may not come out start, uh, strong. But I believe uh-huh. in Jimmy Lake's team. I believe in more scrambling ability. I believe in their run game. I believe in their defense. I'm going to take Washington.
0: I'm gonna fully take- aware
1: that this – to me, this is a coin flip game. But – I, I agree.
0: And, and here's the thing. I, I also believe in Jimmy Lake. I also believe in Washington, but I'm going to go with Oregon, not only because I need the points to catch up, but because I, again, even though they're coming off, coming off back-to-back losses to Oregon State in a rivalry game, I think we should kind of throw a lot of things out the window in a big rivalry definitely. game, but they kind of were embarrassed last week against UCLA, even though UCLA has been improving. And we'll talk about them in a couple minutes um i'm gonna go with oregon because i feel like they can a they need to bounce back right it's like a requirement yeah, they for them need to bounce to. back
1: they got it they got it
0: and i feel like this game is gonna have an underwriting uh like prove them wrong feeling for oregon tyler i want to ask you who do you think the color analyst is for this game on fox do you know or do i like... i do know i do know i looked it up
1: uh, i'll give you a hint he used to
0: coach he used to coach at oregon
1: <laughs> my gut feeling wanted to say chip kelly for all those years that he did that <laughs> but it's not is it mark helfridge it or... is mark helfridge oh it wow. is mark helfridge he is
0: doing the national color commentary for this game on fox huh. at four o'clock so huh. for me I'm, i don't know if it's the college football gods whispering in my ear but i feel like oregon's gonna want to be like Hey, look how much better we are without you. I know that we lost two games in a row. I know we lost to our big rival Oregon State. I know we lost to a UCLA, UCLA team that consensus around the nation is that they are not a good football team. But hey, we're going to bounce back. We're going to prove to you we're going to beat Washington. And this has been a big game over the past few years. This is I love uh, this game. This has been growing as a great rivalry
1: uniform game. rivalry too. Fantastic. Uniform. Always great uniforms.
0: So for all those reasons, give me Oregon. I know you're taking Washington. Tyler, yeah, you did random right? Washington. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's stay yeah, out on the west coast for this last game. Seven thirty kickoff on ABC. It is USC against UCLA. Tyler, who you got?
1: Also, a great uniform rivalry because oh, they fantastic. both wear their reds and blues. And oh, can
0: I can I have a can I give you a point? I think the first great uniform rivalry.
1: I think this game. This truly is the one. Like I
0: think this is the one. You, you yeah. got you got the the USC red and gold. You got the UCLA blue and gold. You have it's played in either the Rose Bowl or the Coliseum. It goes and
1: well with that, with that green field with the grass and the green. It just it it works. And it they all always
0: works. they always play this game around sunset west coast time, like the Rose Bowl,
1: specifically
0: so they can get that sunset lighting and the oh, it's just yeah. beautiful. Beautiful yeah. game. It's a four thirty local kickoff, just around the same time as the Rose Bowl. Oh my god, fantastic. All right, Tyler. So
1: who do you got? If I asked you what uh what Chip Kelly's record against USC was, what would you think it was? He's been
0: there he was in the same he- hiring cycle as Mullen, so he's been there. This is his third year. Correct. So I would say I think my gut reaction is 0 and two, but I have a feeling he's one and one.
1: He is one and one. He won his okay. first year. That was with Clay Helton's five and seven JT Daniels team. Got it. And then he lost last year um against the Kedon Slovis team. Mm-hmm and you know we gave USC rightfully i would say a lot of crap earlier in the season um it wasn't crap it was legitimate criticism um <laughs> b- but USC is slowly they did they did the minnesota the 2019 minnesota where they got lucky early
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then they then they figured themselves out and now they're playing well and i still and i still want to clarify i still don't think USC is that good but okay. they they've under Clay Helton they typically end up being an average team in most of their years. They're never mm-hmm. going to be elite with Clay Helton. They were they were close to that one Sam Darnold year when they got hot, but they're never going to be elite with Clay, Sam, with Clay Helton. Um, UCLA has been improving all season under Chip Kelly. They have. And we talked about it. I think it's one of those things where the shortened record of this pandemic year is helping them. Yes, because two and four looks different than three and nine (laughs) yeah i'm not saying like and i think they're bad i don't remember their record at the moment but like they've won some games and been competitive in some games when i didn't think that they would be so i think this will be a close game it has been the last two years i'm gonna take usc though i'm gonna take the better team um more complete roster who's been figuring themselves and out and is undefeated could easily go to ucla i could see it happening but i'm gonna go ucla still has a lot of the I don't know if that's the right word, maturity of their team. Like, they, they don't play consistent all the time, and they don't play right. mistake-free. Exactly. Um, exactly. They've had less mistakes, but they're not. They're still not at that point where I look at them and I'm like, that's a mistake. That's a team that when they make mistakes, it's a rarity, not a... Uh, like, I don't look at them that way. Like, when I look at them, I'm like, "That's we're good for a turnover any second now. <laughs> like... I agree.
0: I agree. Uh, and I think for all those same reasons, I'm also going to take USC... I wanted to think—I thought about UCLA just because I like what I've seen out of them the past few weeks. Um, But I feel like in a rivalry game like this, I think one thing that Clay Helton actually has going for him is his ability to win the games. Like, the problem with Clay Helton isn't that he doesn't win the football games. The problem with Clay Helton is that his team is so inconsistent and sporadic in the way that they win football games. Yeah. And this game against UCLA, I think, is no exception. I'm with you. Any given moment you can get something that goes wrong for USC. And UCLA, you know, could be making the improvements and could bounce pounce on it and, and make a difference. But I think if you're gonna ask me right now, I think I'm gonna go with a better team. I'm gonna go with USC. And watching them last week, their offense was clicking. They played that Sunday night game. Um, that was a game that I had the alerts on my phone on and four touchdowns in the fourth quarter, like you know, th- that, that offense was moving, and I feel like yep. they can take that yep. into the rivalry game. And unfortunately for USC fans, I think it'll give Clay Helton yet another year at the helm. Yeah. In um uh, in LA. So yeah. that's that. Tyler. Well five-wide recap. Um, I have Georgia, you have Missouri, that's a noon kickoff on SEC Nation. I have North Carolina, you have Miami, that's a 330 kick on ABC. We both have Iowa taken on Wisconsin, that's a 330 kick on FS1. You have Washington, I have Oregon, that's a 4 o'clock kick on Fox, and we both have USC to beat UCLA, that's a 7.30 kickoff on ABC. Tyler, it is time for our two-point conversion. You go first this week. Who do you have in your two-point?
1: You're going to hate me. No, you're not. No, I I don't care. Um, You know, last week was was typically when rivalry week was. Yes, you would think but that's been kind of continuing as we just talked about washington oregon uca usc ucla um all the all these other games that around the country that are kind of like rivalries that haven't been played yet like half of rivalry week was put into this one Mm -hmm. um i'm not gonna get saturday yet i'm gonna i'm gonna stay in the weekday and i want to take a rivalry that we love to watch um it is you know, it, it, it's currently between two winless teams, so someone's going <laughs> to win it. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I'm going to go to the lovely state that my aunt lives in. It's a great state, mm-hmm. um, Arizona. Okay. And I'm going to where she lives in Tucson. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take the Arizona State Sun Devils with Jaden Daniels to go down into Tucson and defeat the Arizona Wildcats for their first win of the season to go one and two. And to win their rivalry game, I'm gonna take Arizona State.
0: Tyler, I don't know how, but this is a
1: hate crime. <laughs> I don't know how. I'll figure it out in court, but
0: this is a hate crime. You're it is inexplicable with the rate, these, you, with the rate
1: these things in court go, you have like three months to figure out what I actually did. Like, you <laughs> know
0: what? And I think I will. I, I just I find it like just flat out disrespectful what you just did to me. What you literally just did to me. It's it's horrible um Tyler you know what I'm gonna I'm going to um I'm going to come back with an even bigger rivalry game oh boy it's a Saturday it is the game of the week and it is not in the SEC it is the one the only army navy game that is this this weekend it is (laughs) this week Tyler what because conference championship got it all out of whack
1: oh no oh, why did, no why wasn't that in r5 white how did i let you get away with this ah
0: chestnut checkers my friend chestnut no. checkers. Oh,
1: like a triple option team you caught me sleeping
0: i caught you sleeping i threw it right after alabama and right before God. your bye week damn come on tyler okay. I'm going to go Army-Navy game, and given the fact that this game is consistently the better team wins this football game in the past few years, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take Army because they are 7-2 and two as compared to Navy's 3-6. and six. Now,
1: All right. I know that's weird because I, Navy— I, have, I, you, want, you want to talk about hate crime. That's hate crime against me. I live five minutes away from a naval base.
0: You, you do. Tyler, I'm closer to Annapolis than you are. <laughs> Tyler, I'm also closer to West Point than you are. <laughs>
1: yeah well and tyler, i'm closer to i'm closer to arizona than you are
0: you are but i'm also closer to philadelphia which is where this game will be played this weekend boom Fine. got you on that one i'm taking 100%. army um seven and two I'm taking army over navy for the troops tyler it's strictly for no the troops. my Mariners.
1: All right, I I can't wait to watch this game. I what's what's this game's competition at the moment? It is yeah. I'm not watching any of these games. um Yeah, you know, I think I'm, I, I'm watching Army Navy. Like
0: yeah, I think that's that's the one. That's the one you got to throw on there. uh Luckily, in this house, FAU plays on Thursday night, um and then yeah. FAU Marshall is playing Charlotte on Friday. And if Charlotte wins, FAU's in the conference championship. So. We also have a game to watch oh, on Friday in this oh, house, oh, and then you guys are
1: Will Healy fans right now. Oh, we are big Will Healy fans. I think I've, I'm consistently a Will Healy fan. Oh, we we this is a Will Healy stand podcast.
0: Yeah, of course we stand Will Healy. Um, so Thursday big game FAU. Friday, go Will Will Healy um, standing. Got to go on there. Saturday uh, also
1: Friday also Friday go Jaden Daniels uh, at seven o'clock Eastern.
0: Unfortunately, not this week. I always
1: believed in you. You are my, you are my quarterback on this. Whoa, podcast.
0: whoa, 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 whoa! We got to slow you down there. I got to slow you down there, big boy. Easy. You got too much <laughs> dip on your chip. Got too much dip on your chip.
1: <laughs>
0: let's uh, let's not go off and and claiming right, quarterbacks because right, 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 right. Chase Garbers could be mine real quickly.
1: Okay, you you shut up. All right. <laughs> What is with us in Pac-12 quarterbacks?
0: What is with us in the Pac-12? Like
1: <laughs> we love the Pac-12. We love the Pac-12.
0: For... Pac-12. Oh man, uh, you're gonna you're gonna uh, love anyway. it when you when you head out to the West Coast. You're gonna love like watching those games like normal times.
1: I would be at this you know, some of these <laughs> games probably. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, watch it. You damn right. I'm gonna watch it. Oh man, I I'll All be right. there and I'll care more than most of their fans care. <laughs>
0: Tyler, I think that is a perfect moment to segue to our final segment, which is tweets that we have shared. Tyler, what's your favorite tweet that you shared with Speaking me?
1: Speaking of honorary Pac-12 teams,
0: <laughs>
1: um, you sent me a tweet by Bamani Jones referencing another tweet, the, the tweet question from Yahoo Sports College Football, okay, if anyone's listening in the car with a kid, just be aware that we're going to talk about some serious stuff right here, but also they deserve <laughs> to learn about the world. and about about what it's like to live life this tweet by yahoo sports college football is unlv qb max gilliam issued an apology for eating sushi off a nude model on a reality tv show
0: pause before you get to wait wait wait, but before you get to bomani quoting him is that not the most college football sentence you have (laughs) ever heard
1: (laughs) like what well i don't what is the <laughs> this he goes I think to this university is... of nevada las vegas which uh, real quick yeah it's uh, what uh, first here's the yeah. thing he's in the west coast that's why this was even made aware of he this, this would never have gotten out in the sec
0: no no well here's the thing what's even crazier is he was on a nationally televised reality tv show
1: look i've like, been in nevada you got like
0: Th- there's people nothing think, else. People are
1: very lax about these things. you know yeah, There ain't dude. much else to do. That's
0: just <laughs> a Thursday night
1: out in Vegas. <laughs> well, the tweet by Monty Jones was the UNLV of my youth would retire his number for this. <laughs> Which honestly, yes, retire yes. this man's number.
0: I don't understand why he apologized. I, I don't I understand. I if, would not if, have done it. No, I if would I not in, have. Apologized. If I was in his shoes, if I was in his shoes, I would have been like, uh. Why, no, why am I, why do why I have to apologize
1: for living life better than the rest of you? <laughs>
0: why do I have to apologize for being a college quarterback? Like, the stories, like, and I texted you this, but the stories of Jacob Eason's recruiting trip to Florida <laughs> are just 50 dare. times, they're, dare. 50, they're 50 times worse than what this kid did at UNLV.
1: Like, dude, yeah, that's what I texted you. It's just like, this is like child's play to every marginally successful quarterback at any small college town in most of america like just i want you to i want you to go to madison wisconsin
0: when graham hurts had that one week of stardom earlier this season he got COVID. why do you think that happened because yeah why do you think he got COVID? come on man
1: oh fa- fantastic by bomani there now, to i just... mean clarification there's probably not any sushi in wisconsin, madison wisconsin but uh <laughs>
0: I had, so, I had something else like to, say, but, to say. That. Like, I had something else to say, but I don't want to get hit with the explicit tab. So we're just going to move forward. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to move is forward. A nice family run podcast. We're going to move forward. Uh, my favorite tweet you sent me was <laughs> by the one, the only Miami Dolphins legend, Larry Zonka. Oh, boy. Uh, legendary fullback for the 1972 Miami Dolphins team. Uh, and this was immediately at the end of the Washington football team defeating the Pittsburgh Steelers to confirm and still the only undefeated in NFL hit team in NFL history the 1972 Miami Dolphins Are you done? That's it. Yeah, I was done. That was it. I just really wanted to hit in speaking of Vegas, you know, I wanted to hit the the and new, or the and still <laughs> as I did with the with the Dolphins. Okay. Shout out to the Washington football team they beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Came in keep, clutch. Came in clutch. Gator great John Bostic with the interception. <laughs> Gator Kate John Bostic. Love the man. Um the Dolphins are still the only undefeated team in NFL history. Rest in peace to the great Don Shula. It would have been an insult to football everywhere for the record to be broken the year that Don Shula passes away. Uh, do so do Larry, you still
1: maintain that do you still maintain that you would uh buy Eli Manning whatever drink he wants because of- Oh,
0: yes. Yes, on site a double, whatever he wants, dude, on-site. I'm buying – if I ever run into Eli Manning, I'm buying him a drink. And I know that he's a millionaire, and he would be like, no, dude, it's okay, I can buy my own drink. He'd be like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. You don't understand. Like, you-, you don't get this. I'm a Dolphin fan, and I thank you for your service. All right? If he was – like, it, I I like how the the whole is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer question is a big topic of discussion up here – up in – up here, I'm not in the Northeast, but up in the Northeast. um, oh, boy. And it's very – and it's very much – Giants fans saying, of course he is, and every other team in the NFC East saying, no, he's not, look at his numbers, he's a mediocre quarterback. That's not a conversation in South Florida. In South Florida, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He might damn near get his number retired by the
1: Dolphins when it's all said and done. <laughs> like, the man is a legend for doing Like, it. whenever the Giants come to play down in Hard Rock, standing nobody, ovation. Nobody on the Giants better be wearing 10. <laughs> no,
0: nobody, nobody. Put some respect on that name. Uh, so, yeah, so... <laughs> That offer I mean, still I, stands, Eli. A, Eli I'm if I'm you hear the this, man. the offer
1: still stands. I, I'm of the mindset. Everybody's just like, "Yeah, but Eli Manning's numbers suck, and he doing it his late career." And I'm like, "Yeah, but every game, playoff game, and Super Bowl Tom Brady wins is just cementing <laughs> Eli Manning's legacy. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Facts. Very true. Like, because every seen... additional Super Bowl that that Tom Brady puts up, you're just like, "Okay, but how did Eli Manning beat him twice?" <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: well, I've heard, I've heard a bunch of giants fans up in connecticut say that they want the because they're going to get the playoff because they're probably going to win the the division and get the playoff game they're saying that they want the bucks to be the five seed so that they play brady and they're like oh we got brady's number that's it it's good we want brady he can't beat us we that. i'm like oh my god jeez okay <laughs> i didn't know it was that intense i mean I,
1: I want to see this now just because i want to see it like exactly
0: yeah but oh incredible that's uh that's tweets we shared tyler yeah. i think that wraps up the episode yep. is there any Dolphins still to undefeated you know it Dolphin baby still
1: undefeated you uh, know no it. just the, this is the last well this is the it's not the last week of the regular season because there's still regular season games being played next week for conference mm-hmm. championship week but this is the last week before conference championship week we're finally having conference championship week we're gonna be picking all the games next week mm-hmm. um hopefully i can blow up for sergio even more um <laughs> connor baesleck don't let me down um <laughs> No, it's fine. It's fine. I would. That's undue expectations on Missouri. I don't know why I did that to you guys. Yeah, dude. Uh, but uh, yeah, I uh, fun wake of college football. It again sucks that the three. I would argue the three most interesting teams aren't playing at as of the current moment yeah. when this is recorded on Tuesday night. Yeah. Um, the three teams with the most to gain by playing. Right.
0: Well, we'll see I, if, I, if 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 we'll we we'll get see. a miracle. One of them probably will. If we get a and miracle, and if we did, I'll take Ohio State against either of them. I I would agree, and I think. If we get a miracle Ohio State-Texas A&M game, we may have to come on for 10 minutes and just talk about it no. because it's it's too big of a game for, for that to Wait not go and talk about.
1: Oh. What if Texas A&M and Cincinnati schedule a game together and just leave Ohio State out in the cold? Oh, my. That's... That's Chinese I kind of check- want that to happen now. That's that's Chinese checkers, Tyler. I don't I don't need more wear and tear on Justin Fields before he comes to my Jaguars. Oh, like.
0: big brain. Here we go. Here we go. I mentioned the Dolphins. We had to get a Jags reference in. You can't right do so. Uh with that, Tyler. I think I'm gonna wrap up the episode. Uh this has been another episode <laughs> of Sideline Judgment. My name is Sergio. My name is Tyler. And we are not biased, and we did not forget Kyle Trasper Heisman.
1: Kyle Trasper Heisman.